you know, and, and, and we did not play well in the first half. Um, the turnover was a big play uh, in the game. Obviously, the two missed field goals um, were big plays in the game. That's 13 points. Um, you know, we get back into the game and, and uh, you know, give up the explosive pass, miss a tackle, and, and, and the game was, you know, kind of out of hand at that point in time. But, um, look, our guys fought. Our, our guys competed. You know, we had some guys go down, some guys step up. Um, but we're going to have to regroup. We're going to have to play better. I don't know. Don't know for sure. A um, couple of them, uh, I'm not sure I agreed with. Um, but but certainly, certainly that's something that we got to clean up because really we're beating ourselves. We're beating ourselves with penalties. We're beating ourselves turning the football over. Um, and, and that's that's got to stop. Yeah, I, I I I didn't see it. You know, uh, looked at the replay. I, I wasn't sure what what it was, but I'm not going to comment too much on on any of that though. How about that illegal shift that, that killed the drive? When uh, I mean, was that a switch or I mean, what happened on that one where? Yeah, we had a little miscommunication in terms of alignment. Um, and so uh, we got to clean that up. We got to be better there. Well, look, I, I don't know if surprise would be the word. You know, you know, we we uh, we got a lot of new pieces and and um, and really didn't get a chance to work as much, you know, in training camp as we would have liked. Um, but that's not. You know, we get, we got a job to do. We got to go out there and we got to we got to play better. We got to perform better. Um, we got to coach them better. And so it starts with me. And 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 uh, look, we'll head over to London. We'll get ourselves ready and and uh, have a good week of work. Get ready to go play the uh, the Vikings. You mentioned the injuries. Yeah, yeah. Look, we um, you know, uh, Mike injured a toe. Uh, Jarvis injured his ankle. Um, looks like Traquan had a concussion. You know, so, um, you know, we were really down to, you know, kind of at the end there, we were really down to two receivers. So um, we'll have to evaluate, see where everybody's at and how significant the injuries are and um, see where we go from there. What are, what are some of the things you guys will look at or can do to fix some of the turnover issues that you've had? Well, look, I mean, the, the you know, the one was they, they did a good job of ripping the ball out, you know, so um, – Look, it's part of the point of emphasis, um, and and obviously we're not we're not getting em- emphasized enough because um, you know we've had it happen a couple of weeks in a row, and we've got to clean that up, you know. Um, and then look, some of the some of the interceptions happen because you're trying to play catch up, uh, and you, and you're pressing a little bit. So, um, you know, I, I just think we got to, I just think we got to, um, you know, we got to be better early on in the game. We got to execute better. Um, and, and so certainly I think that starts with us as a coaching staff. We've got to put a good plan together and give our guys uh, a chance to go out and be successful. And it's obviously so many things on offense that we've already talked about, but the microscope is so big on James Winston. Yeah, look, I think everybody, when you get in these situations, is kind of looking for, uh, you know, a, a, a place to, to, uh, to place blame, um, you know, there's enough mistakes to go around that, that uh, uh, you know, I don't really want to go there. Um, 
you know, I feel confident with Jameis. Certainly, we all need to do better, um, and and that's what we're going to do. And how about his health? I know he warmed up less uh, before the game. I guess he's even more dealing with the Again, look, you, you you would have to ask him those questions. Um, certainly, he's a he he he's a he's a competitor. He's a battler. He's tough. Um, yeah, he's fighting through some things, um, and and uh, that's part of that's part of you know playing pro football. Is that kind of stays how it is right now, or how much change? I guess what would it take to consider quarterback change? Well, I, I think this. I think I think all the elements around him have to play better. Um, and and uh, and so I, I think again, like everybody's looking for a place to uh, to go to look to place blame, but um, I, I think we got to play better as a football team uh, in all areas, um, and, and and not look to not look to individuals really. Dennis, how big of an issue is it right now teams blitzing and coming after Davis? It seems like that's something we all struggle with at times. Uh, is, is that because of his lack of mobility, or is that part of the well? Package? Yeah, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's part of it, you know. And and each each uh, each week there's a different there's a different game plan. I know obviously there's a couple of zero pressures that we got, uh, you know, where there's going to be a free guy, and um, you know I thought they did a good job defensively of creating some pressure and and, and attacking us. But um, I think that's a combination of things. I think we got to do a better job. Um, you know, having our guys in, in position to succeed in those situations and, and sometimes take advantage of when people want to try to get aggressive with us. Will's been good, consistent for a long time. Will this be kicking each game? Um, well, I, he's got to kick it through the uprights, but I'm, I'm not – I got I got plenty of confidence in Will Lutz. Yeah, just so there's no misunderstanding, just how did the guys pick up on the weaver syndrome? Just, you're saying you aren't at a point where you're looking at quarterback. No, that's, no. That's, no, look, we we got, we all have to play better, um, and and so, uh, you know, I'm not looking to single anything out. Obviously, we got to we got to make some corrections, and 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 we got to do a better job as a as a group. Was Chris Olave's kind of ability today, especially as guys started falling Yeah, look, I I thought he did some nice things in the game. You know, obviously. Uh, you know, we've been able to hit him on some explosive plays down the field. I think that's a good thing. Um, and and uh, certainly we want to continue to utilize him in that regard. Um, yeah, I thought he I thought he did some good things in the game. Okay, thanks. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. 
Thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast post-game show for week three. The New Orleans Saints uh, lose to the Carolina Panthers by a score of 22-14. to 14, And um, the Saints uh, lose their second straight game of the regular season. Um, you know, uh, who that nation, I'm going to be real with you. Um, this offense does not look good. Uh, this, this New Orleans Saints team uh, is not a disciplined team. Uh, they're not doing the things to get the job done. Uh, they're constantly shooting themselves in the foot. It's clear that they're talented. Like it's clear that they're talented, but it's amazing to me over the last couple of weeks, how this team has found ways to lose, man. Like it's just unbelievable. I, I walk away from the last two weeks. I mean, last week and this week, I cannot say that the New Orleans Saints weren't better or on the same level as the Bucks, And I really feel like still they're better than the Carolina Panthers. It, it was more so what the Saints didn't do more so than what Carolina actually did. Now, defensively, you got to give Carolina some credit. These guys stepped up. They put pressure on Jameis Winston. I will say this about Jameis. Uh, his ability to read the blitz is, is not good. It is not good. Like, and that's one of the things that I feel like we miss and we took for granted when it came to Drew Brees' quarterback play. Drew Brees, you better not blitz him, you know, because if you do, then he's gonna end up like biting you in, you know, biting you in the behind because of it. I just think that when it comes to dissecting a defense, it's supposed to be like a combination of the offensive line. And the quarterback communicating with one another to make sure that they're actually picking it up. It was times where the, I mean, the, the defense of the Carolina Panthers, I mean, these guys were like running free to the quarterback. And it, he, he really didn't have any time. And I'm talking to Jameis Winston to get the ball down the field. Now, there was some bright spots on his team. I mean, Chris Olave really stepped up today. Uh, I know we've had our reservation about Traquan Smith. He, he made some plays today. Uh, you know, Callaway with the one hand snag in the back of the end zone. You know, this this team offensively is talented. You know, they, they're very, very talented, but you cannot start off slow. You cannot constantly shoot yourself in the foot by having these penalties when you are converting on third down and you're converting second downs and you're making big plays. You are not going to win a lot of games. You are going to lose more so than you win. Now, I, I think that people would expect for me to probably come on here and start getting angry and upset and acting as if the sky's falling and we just going to be just straight terrible, straight trash. I just don't believe it. I, I just don't. I don't believe that this team will consistently play as bad as they have over the last three weeks. Now, you can call me insane. You can call me, uh, uh, you know, whatever you want to. But this season isn't over. And I've seen on several occasions teams start off looking bad and then all of a sudden they just go out there and the light just comes on and everything just clicking on all cylinders. Now you got something to build on. You got a defense that that shuts teams down. Like this defense, you know, they only, you know what I'm saying, they only allow one touchdown in this game. One. That, that's what people aren't understanding. I understand it was a big play by Chenault, which – you know, when he got traded 
uh, to Carolina. That was one of my biggest issues because the dude is a playmaker. But the defense really stepped up. And for people like talking about the defense and ragging on the defense and talking about how the defense didn't step up towards the end, like how long did this defense stay on the field? How long did the defense stay on the field? How many three and outs or, you know, quick three and outs did the Saints offense have? By the time these guys get some Gatorade in this system, get a little fan on their face, it's time to go back out there. And how can you expect for this defense to continuously play lights out if they're constantly getting out there and they're constantly getting winded? Period. So people talking about the DBs and this and that and the third, man, like y'all whiny Saints fans that ain't never really experienced any type of adversity, y'all make me sick. I'm just being serious. Y'all, y'all complain about everything y'all don't allow things to develop y'all so quick to jump off the train like this is a new new orleans saints team and this is a new regime these are you know saying this is a new offense basically you know saying guys trying to learn how to play with one another and win lose a draw i'm still up in this thing i don't care like i don't care like i am not gonna sit up here and bash the team this wrong that wrong this and that wrong like find another if if that's what you're looking for in a podcaster, then I don't know what to tell you. But I have confidence in this team. And until the season is over, I still feel like this team still can make the playoffs. I still do. Because there's nothing over the last couple of weeks that is telling me that this team does not have the capability of getting it all together and being a formidable team in the NFC. Now, if you want to talk about one of the top teams in the NFC, I don't know about that. But there are seven spots in the playoffs. I am just dumb enough to believe and gullible enough to believe that the New Orleans Saints can make it happen. But this would happen after three weeks of football. You know, some of you who were born past, you know what I'm saying, who watched the Saints in 2006, you're not used to being in these type of situations. And hell, the Saints have been in these type of situations. They've been one and two. They've been one and two. They look like slow. You know what I'm saying? There's been times over the over the time when they had Drew, they was one and two. And we were still having these same type of conversations. What's going on with the defense? What's going on with the uh, offense? What happened to the deep ball? We can't get the ball down the field. We can't, you know, like, it, it's every single, it's every single time. It's every single time the Saints go and deal with some level of adversity. You have people out here who, you know, who, who just, just give up, but I ain't giving up. I ain't giving up. Point blank, period. Like if if you if you want to give up, if you talking about the team is trash and that's the way that you want to feel about it, fine. But it's only been three games in the season, three, three. So it's not like you know there's not room for them to turn it around. And it's not like they can't you know make things better. So until I actually see otherwise, I'm going to continue to say that. Now some of y'all will feel like well. I'm saying this right now. I'm ahead of the curve. If if something was to happen, you get no stripes for that. Like I want people to understand, coming into the chats, saying we tra- uh, trash, saying we terrible, you get absolutely no stripes for that. Like nobody wants to be in this position. And the fact that you feel like you get pride out of a position like this, like this shows me how sad that is. I, I take no pride talking to you after a Saints loss. I have no pride talking to you about a stagnant offense and penalties galore. But some of you, I guess, you you know, you you get pride in it because you feel like, oh, man, I'm right all the time. I'm going to be right this time. Like, okay, 
whatever you whatever you say but as for me i'm going to continue to ride this train i'm going to continue to support this team win lose or draw uh probably it'd be a good thing because some of y'all you know what i'm saying probably hop off the bandwagon we can finally figure out who the real saints fans is for the good bad and indifferent and some of y'all who just been kind of just riding the wave of prosperity over the last 15 years so it's probably a good thing to be able to weigh some of y'all out so maybe i wouldn't have to you know have to dissect through some of these pathetic i don't want to call them pathetic but these uh weird takes after uh, after three weeks of football but let's go ahead and read some of these comments 291 people here right now ask that you hit the like button uh let's go ahead and get started uh clearly the saints are still feeling things things out the timing is off uh with the receivers look i look i don't know if the timing is off or what i don't know exactly what's happening but i do know this um regardless if they're doing some positive things still you know it's getting negated by penalties guys are getting false starts that's mental things right there that's mental right you know what i'm saying like when you're getting false starts and you know i, I just heard the, the telecast here you know what i'm saying the stream after the game talking about the carolina panthers like it wasn't to a point where the stadium was just full right so you was able to hit a snap count and still you weren't able to you know you, you still not able to like keep still until they snap the ball you know you're getting these false start penalties you're getting these bad blocking penalties and you know it's it's no room for that and i just feel like it's damn if you do if and damn if you don't right so let me get this straight if you know some of us came into this game still hot from last week over the three turnovers so regardless to unless Jameis would have put forward a 400 yard four touchdown performance y'all would have been saying this joint anyway but penalties fumbling the football but people still finding room to say in the first half is all Jameis' fault, the reason why we fell behind. Contrary to popular belief, like the Saints defense still kept them in the game. So if you take away from that fumble that Alvin Kamara had, the score was six to nothing going into the half. But, you know, of course we're going to dissect. The ball went over this dude's head when his, he was open. You know, he threw it down at the ground. You know, like that, that should have been a, a pass. He threw it too low. Like, man – all this nitpicking and stuff like this man like man my goodness i all i'm saying is i do not know and i do not understand what y'all feel andy dalton would have done in this game what you know, the only thing like the only thing maybe he probably could have done i don't know what where andy is when it comes to like you know picking up the blitz or whatever i don't know you know i don't know where he would be that's the only thing I can maybe think about. Like maybe he could have done it, like stop the bleeding. But if these, I mean, if these receivers, you know, for the most part, aren't getting, you know what I'm saying? Like aren't getting open at a certain time and these guys are blitzing with it. What is he really supposed to do? You know, like if you want to talk about like some of the mistakes that he made in this game, fine. But I mean, it, it, it adds to the fact that the, you know, the offense has been stagnant. The penalties have been insane. They only averaged like what ten points in the first half over the last three weeks. That's pretty bad, man. It's pretty bad. But let me go ahead and read some more comments. Let me see. I don't think people give up uh, just expressing what uh, we are seeing, man. People, man. Mm, okay, if you say so. Next question. Uh, where my boy uh, Joe at? You uh, wanted us to lose. Now your time to shine yeah 
uh defense held their own offense couldn't get uh, nothing going i blame a lot on the play calling man i just think that you have to i just think that you have to feel feel the game man i think you have to feel the game and i just think that when it came to the play calling when you know these guys were blitzing you should have call some plays where you can get the ball out of James's hand quick. You know, uh, you know, it, these guys were like sending everybody. You got to be able to uh, read the pulse of that. But, man, I come away from this game. when If you, I'm going to say anything, you know, about James Winston, like, man, he's had trouble picking up the blitz. Like, I, I don't know what the heck going on with that. Well, I cast Callaway to start next week at wide receiver. Our offense uh, hit, though. Uh, we can't deny that. Look, when I said it, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to continue to say it, when this offense gets it together, combined with this defense, it's going to be a tough team to beat. It's going to be a tough team to beat. I don't know how they're going to fix these offensive issues, but if it all comes together, it's going to be a tough team to beat. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be back watching next Sunday. Uh, draft a quarterback, uh, TJ. I understand you need chemistry and to jail, but when you see a team uh, consistently do nothing, it kind of gets worrying, eh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it kind of gets worrying, but, I mean, I, I'm going to just be real. Then we have these same conversations, like, over the last three, four weeks, how the Saints couldn't score and they was, had to wait to the fourth quarter in order for them to generate any type of offense. I mean, I could be crazy, but I remember having these same conversations Last year, we had them. We had them when, you know, Taysom was playing. We had them when Trevor Simeon was playing because we called Tre- Trevor Simeon the garbage man because you know he was only like generating points in the fourth quarter. So if they're doing this with Taysom, they're doing this with Trevor, and they're doing it with Jameis. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Maybe you know we have to look at who's calling these plays. Me neither. I just hope that we get things clicking on the offense, uh, especially the the O-line and the play call. Yeah. Uh, the only concern is ball security and injuries. Man, I just never seen <laughs> I just never seen a team like this constantly like just beat themselves like this. Like the, the biggest thing that the Saints did in this game was give Carolina hope. Like, these fans came out there. They didn't come out there to see no win. I'm going to be real. The Carolina Panther fan did not come out there to see Carolina beat the Saints. They came out there the same way some of you were talking about with Jameis Winston. You, They wanted some more narrative to be added on to a pile of already written narrative about Matt Rule so they can go ahead and get him up out of here and, you know what I'm saying, and boo till they, till they blew in the face. So, you know what I'm saying, it could continue to maybe, you know, create some change for this team. That's why these guys were out there. They weren't out here to see, man, I'm about to go out here watch the watch the Saints, like, you know, watch the Saints uh, get beat by the Carolina Panthers. Man, they ain't come out there for that. Those people were ready to boo. There was one play they went three and out. They was, they was winning six to nothing, they started booing. These people were just ready to, to boo. And the Saints gave everybody in the stadium confidence, gave these guys confidence, even though they were a struggling football team, it just showed you that, you know, okay, man, we, we still got a chance at this. The Saints, the Saints should have, they should have put their foot on these, these guys neck early in this game, and they should have just go ahead and just continue to try to sustain some drives 
and continue to work and they could have got out of there with a win but instead you know they let these guys play around and they gave these guys a bunch of confidence and these guys like man i can i can do this and all of a sudden now we one and two as as a as an organization like are we watching the same game um let me see uh by game five we will jail is going to happen uh this ish is getting ridiculous playing three division games uh, consecutively is tough for any ball club uh missed and blocked field goal was huge five picks in the last two games I'm a Saints fan in Atlanta. As long as we stay ahead of Atlanta, we win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we second to last right now in division instead of last. Man, we need uh, Peyton back. O-line, sorry, D. D. Allen, not it. Winston, not getting it done. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, keep uh, taking up for this dude is laughable. Well, you know, I mean, itching on a team after three weeks is laughable to me. If you want to be honest, you know, I'm, I guess I'm not a quitter, you know, maybe some of y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's how y'all apply things in y'all life, but I rather see things through, you know, for me to just continue to like bash a guy and continue to say, Oh, that's not it. I mean, good for you, man. But as for me, <laughs> after three weeks of football, I'm not going to do it. You know, like I said, there, there's so many shows right now that y'all can hook, log, and log on to that'll tell you the sky's falling and make you feel just as content as you want to feel about the sky's falling. But as for me, I'm just going to be optimistic. Uh, I'm going to talk about what I see. I'm going to talk about things that I actually, you know, I'd rather focus on the things that they did wrong, how they can correct them, and maybe some optimism in the midst. But I guess some people just like to hear negative, negative things and they just wanted, they expected me to get behind the mic and start bashing Jameis Winston and nobody else, right? So I shouldn't talk about how the offense, offense had all the penalties. I shouldn't talk about the fumble that they resorted to a touchdown. I shouldn't talk about uh, the block field goals. I shouldn't talk about any of those things, right? The, the possible fumble that could have took place on special teams coming out of the second half. But all of those things right there, you know, I, I just need to bump all that, forget about all that, and just focus on, on Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston is not the answer. Okay, once again, if Jameis Winston is the answer, somebody ask, tell me who it is. Okay, so let's just say, for example, out of curiosity, if Andy Dalton comes in and Andy Dalton struggles with this offense, then what will we all do then? Right? What, what will you do then? Because I can tell you right now, based on what I'm seeing when it comes to the offense, the offensive line not really getting any type of push in order for the running backs to run in this game. Um, the fact that they're not having, a, he doesn't have enough time to get the ball out of his hand, especially when it comes from the blitz. Like, what, what are you all just thinking? So you just think that all of a sudden, like, if Andy Dalton comes into this game, he's just going to light it up with 300 yards in the first half, three touchdowns every single week. That's, that's what some of y'all think, right? But I can tell you right now, based on what this offense is doing, Based on how this play calling is, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They're still going to have these little stagnant moments. That, I mean, it's been like that with three quarterbacks over the last two seasons. There's been there's been ineptitude on the off- offense, late game heroics in the fourth quarter. Like it was with the Richard Simeon, same way with Taysom Hill, and then now it's with Jameis Winston. So I'm telling you, 
I, I mean, some of y'all just feel like I'm being wrong or I'm being a defender, but I am telling you, it go back and look. This team offensively, when it came to the play calling, it's the same way. They, they struggled for three quarters, then the fourth quarter when the defense is starting to play them soft, that's when you start to see them take advantage of that. Go back and look. Don't, don't even take my word for it. Go back and watch those games. ATJ, I believe in what you say. I think we will be fine. We just keep on shooting ourselves in the foot. We going to get the dub next Sunday. Who that? Look, Miles, I appreciate the 999. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And like I said, I mean, they lost the game today. A lot of self-inflicted wounds more so than what I feel like Carolina was doing to me. I mean, their defense was playing really well. But, I mean, man, you got you to gotta be able to read the blitz better than that. What a shoulda, coulda, what a joke. Let's see. That was uh, that's what uh, trained football teams do. Uh, shoulda, coulda, waste of time. Nice try. By game five, it's too late. Well, we'll see. What's up, TJ? Calling for people's jobs, saying the season is over, and not being able to deal with adversity after three weeks is definition of giving up. Look, and here's the thing: this is what this is what a lot of people aren't understanding. All right, all right. So. Jameis Winston didn't practice at all last week, at all. He took mental reps. He was on the sideline. Andy Dalton got the majority of the snaps. Now, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but somebody answer this question for me. If you're a coach, you're a coach, and you're watching Andy Dalton facilitate the offense, he's spinning that thing, right? All right, so – if Andy Dalton was the answer, like y'all been saying that he was, wouldn't you honestly believe if Andy was like slicing through the Saints defense and practice like Swiss cheese? Don't you think he probably would have went to James like, James, you know what, man? You know, I, we were seeing Andy, we're going to go with Andy this Sunday, you know, let you get healed up or whatever. So if he was like what y'all saying that he is, like he he's the answer. He is the he is the Steve Young of the situation, right? He's going to come into the game. He's going to lead us to victory. You know, that, that's what he's going to do. So if that's the case, then why didn't he start the day? I'm just wondering, like, why, why did he start the day? If he is as good as everybody's saying that he is, if he's the answer like y'all saying that he is, and the only reason why y'all said that he's the answer is because y'all basing him on preseason. And I like Andy Dalton. I do. I like Andy Dalton a lot, man. I think that he is the best when it comes to backup quarterbacks in the National Football League, he's probably the best. You have to give him the notch because, you know, he's played in, in so many games as a starter for Cincinnati. I will give you that. But all I'm saying is we acting like we got Mahomes on the bench or something. The best quarterback on a team on a stagnant offense is the backup quarterback. That That's all. That, that, that's what it is. All I'm saying is I don't care who you put in here. If the offensive line isn't – is is getting false starts and illegal blocks and all these other things you're going to lose the game Andy Dalton like this is what people don't understand if Andy Dalton was in this game I still feel like the Saints would have lost the way that this offense was playing the the penalties this, and like this like if I, I don't know I do I do not know I, I don't get it I don't get it man I don't get it I, I get people 
like I get I understand that Jameis Winston leaves a lot to be desired with his accuracy. It is you know, even the commentators on television talking about he's not right. I get all that, but damn, you know, like I, I just don't understand it. Like I, I just don't get why how people can just if the people just think that the answer is just on the bench. I I just don't. I mean, the answer is not on the bench, man. This offense needs to this offense needs to figure out its identity. They have no identity. Like honestly, you like when you used to watch the Saints over the last ten years, you know what their identity was, right? It was like three step drop, short immediate passes. You know what I'm saying? Get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. Watch them work, right? The screen pass to Alvin Kamara. You know, like the shallow cross to Michael Thomas, right? Might take a deep uh, pass downfield to guys like Meacham, guys like Henderson, guys like Joseph Morgan, right? You know, guys guys like that, right? That that was kind of like their calling card. Methodical drives. Like, ain't nobody, like, all of a sudden, like, everybody just want, you know, four, like 40, 50-yard bombs. Like, that has never been the Saints recipe. You know what the Saints recipe was, to be honest with you? That last drive that they had, when Will Lutz missed that 48-yard field goal. That was a recipe for what the Saints have, have been successful at for years. Those slow, methodical drives where they just took what the defense gave them, put the ball in the hands of their playmakers, and watch them work. You know? So, I, I don't know, man. Like, that's, that's the recipe for this team. But like I said, they have no identity. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. I didn't know what the same were going to do. Like when they were down, I didn't know what they were going to do offensively. You know, I, I was wondering, like, we know that the Saints are screening you to death. I ain't seen many screen passes. I seen one that, that was trying to be a screen pass that ended up, you know, almost being intercepted when uh, Alvin Kamara fell down. But they're like, this team has no identity. TJ, uh, we start slow next week. What is the answer? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't have the answers. I, I really can't because I don't think I honestly feel, and I'm not just saying this because I'm being a homer. I honestly feel that the New Orleans Saints aren't as bad as people making them out to be. Like, I don't feel like the Saints are like the Jets or anything like that. I just feel like this is a team that is trying to figure things out. And maybe, like I said, it, it's because it's in the regular season we're frustrated because all these games starting to add up and you start off with three NFC opponents. I get that. But I really, like, looking at this team, looking at how they, you know what I'm saying, they play and the talent that they have on this team, I, I bro, I'm, I don't feel like this team is as bad as people making them out to be. I mean, collectively, I just think that they're not on the same page. I think they're starting to get there. And if you if you notice, like, some of the bright spots, you know, like you see Chris Olave, like on the deep ball, right? You know what I'm saying? The issue was last week, him throwing the ball down the field, not being accurate with Chris Olave. Well, he connected on that and a couple deep passes to him. So that was an improvement. Then you have like some of these passes that he was throwing. I remember like week one versus Michael Thomas, you know what I'm saying? He throwing the ball, Michael Thomas, ball was always behind him. Now he's starting to throw it like in that vicinity. He's throwing it low because he know these guys can get down to it. That comes with time. That comes with time on task and chemistry. You know, like we just expect, like I just think that as fans, some some of us never really experienced like actually playing a game of football. 
So we just think, okay, it's, it's kind of like basketball, right? When we go, when we go to, to the park or something, and you got five guys out there, and they all good, and they all on the same team. So because they all on the same team, they should just beat the the heck out of everybody that comes to the park. That's that's kind of how we feel. But we don't understand about chemistry. We don't understand about being a cohesive unit, a well-oiled machine, and understanding tendencies. We just automatically just start. Oh, they got Landry. Oh, they got the Honey Badger. Oh, they got Michael Thomas. Oh, they got Chris Olave. Like now, we just gonna be an unstoppable force. And we start talking. We we start talking about expectations. But I, I often and I constantly say it. I say I don't know what this team is going to be. I got to see it on the field. Like anybody can look good on paper if if we we're playing Madden. If we're playing Madden, we'll be straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? We'll win more games than we lose. But this is real life and team scheme against these guys. And if you're not prepared and you're not on the same page, guess what? You're going you're gonna to lose no matter who you're going up against. No matter how great the team is, no matter how bad the team is, if you're not on the same page, it is not going to happen. We have no consistency. Uh, in the coaching or coaching staff, we still running these old simple plays from 2010 Super Bowl teams in this 2022 season. Yeah, you know, I, I just feel like they, they don't have an identity. Defensively, they do, you know, but how many times can you ask your defense to come out there and just, you know, with quick three and outs to go out there and just, you know, play lights out defense? I mean, the fact that they waited that long. In order to give up a play to a uh, Chanel is is nothing short of a miracle. Stop defending P. Carmichael and D. Allen. Uh, both of them are horrible. Well, they've been they they have not had a good out of it. I can tell you right there. Post uh Sean Payton, they have not had a good out. I mean, if uh if Dennis Allen is calling those defensive plays, he has, you know. But as far as P. Carmichael. Not so much. All these games matter. Good thing the Panthers are bad. So are the Falcons and Tom Brady is old. This is still hope. There's still hope. Look, I still believe in this football team and I'm still going to be rooting for this team. My my love and loyalty to this team is it's not based on three weeks in the season. I want this team to win. I think that this team has some bright spots. I just think that we need to wait. And, and you know, the crazy thing about this is I'm going to give y'all I'm going to give y'all an example. Now, we laughed. Uh, we laughed at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans in 2020 when they brought in Antonio Brown. They had Mike Evans. They had Chris Godwin. They had Gronk. They had Leonard Fournette. You know what I'm saying? They had all these new pieces on there, and they had Tom Brady. And they was winning one. They was losing one. There was... They lost to the Chicago Bears, right? Chicago Bears were terrible. They, they lost to Mitchell Trubisky, had him out there looking like he was the second coming to Joe Montana. Everybody was like, wait and wait and see, wait and see, wait and see. And we laughed. We were like, wait and see. <laughs> man, we beat them, man. We drugged them off. We beat them 38 to 3, man. We smoked them, boy. That's what everybody was saying, right? We didn't want to give these boys time, but guess what happened? Guess what happened after that bye week? They didn't lose a game. They didn't lose a game after that bye week. So for anybody that just said, oh, I'm just being too optimistic, I'm being too, you know what I'm saying, I'm being too positive, we need to call it for what it is, all I'm saying is sometimes teams need time to gel and develop. 
And I know somebody probably saying, well, you know, that's Tom Brady. I get it, right? Champion. But at the same time, that offense still needed time to click. They were running the football. They had a balanced attack, and they played lights out defense. It wasn't just Tom Brady going out there throwing for 305 touchdowns. It was a balanced attack. So it took time for them in order for them to get to where they were. So I just feel like that's very hypocritical that on one hand, you know, we laughing at the other team because they saying wait and see. But pretty much, you know what I'm saying, like going at every team, uh, every Saints fan that's an optimist on the other hand. I, I don't get it. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't get some of you all's angle. I just think that man, some of y'all just this is coming off real raw emotion at the time that this is happening. TJ, they look like they're trying to set uh, Jameis up for failure. Look, I don't think they're trying to set Jameis up for failure. If they're doing that, then they're the biggest idiots on this side of the Mississippi. Because here's the thing. You won't have enough skins on the wall in order for you to be trying to set anybody up. Right? This isn't Sean Payton. This is Dennis Allen, an unproven head coach in the National Football League, who has won a total of nine games and has lost 30, if I'm not mistaken. So he's 9-30 overall as a coach, if you count the times he's been there with the Raiders. So he's trying to change the narrative too. So me personally, if they're trying to sabotage this dude, especially like you're trying to sabotage yourself, the reality is the offense just not working. And you need to figure out what your identity is going to be. It's it just as simple as that. It's rather you're going to be a run team and take what the defense gives you type team uh, or you're going to be a team that tries to get explosive plays because, you know, Jameis has these uh, stats. He had 350 yards passing. But to me, that's equivalent to Dak Prescott. You know, that's a Dak Prescott type game. When, you know, when a Cowboys down, here come Dak coming out there, trying to throw that thing, slinging that thing late, you know what I'm saying, and catching Michael Gallup down the field and catching Mark Cooper. He go over 200 yards and a loss. That's what that looked like to me. I'm not impressed. And if somebody thought I was going to come on here and say, oh, I'm impressed. He had 350 yards and that's what that's what my calling card was to defend him. No, absolutely not. That's garbage time stuff right there. That's garbage time stuff. And that's when the t- defense was playing by itself as a baby's bottom. All right. So you get no you, you get no no props for that. Offensively, as a, as a group, they just need to get better. And they and somebody mentioned this. They need to stop starting so late in games. Bruce Arians play calling was the issue during that time. Exactly. Uh, I would like Justin Fields on the Saints. That ain't happening. They're gonna keep him. This uh this time can win if the O-line gets their head out of their butts. Well, Jameis got uh hurried and hit nine times. They only gave up one sack. So in that regard, it's rather he was getting the ball out. Man, the dude was throwing the ball away. Like, he was throwing the ball away. He was making good decisions to me with the ball. Some of the some of the passes sailed on him. You know, some of the passes kind of sailed on him. But he was, for the most part, he was making some, some good decisions with the football. Some of them, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> but that offense needs some help, man. TJ, but look who they had at quarterback. And look who... Uh, and let's see look who we got man look the defense plays outstanding like come on man come on let's give the defense some credit 
the defense have arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. They held him to 199 yards, 190 yards or something like that last week. So you expect it. Like, huh, uh, nobody is going to mistake Baker Mayfield for Tom Brady. So if we be like, man, look who they played. Well, look who they played last week. That's arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and they neutralized him. So, no. Like, nah, I can't. Like, I'm telling everybody. I am telling everybody, look, I understand that the sky is falling right now because we one and two. But if this offense, this offense don't even need to be top 10. It man, all they need to do is be middle of the pack. If if the Saints offense was like 12th or 15th in the NFL, the Saints would be one of the best teams in the NFC. Because this is a man, this is an elite defense. You go wrong when you put them out there on the field. This is this this is I'm telling you I am telling you unless they have like some type of catastrophic injury from a, a couple defensive players and they out based on where this defense at they didn't even play Paulson Adebo that much today he probably was in there for four or five times they played mostly Bradley Roby and Marshawn Lattimore which who we got to give props to because I ain't hear that boy name not one time this entire t- this entire game. This entire game, and I rarely heard CJ Moore name, so you know he was guarding CJ Moore. This defense is lights freaking out. If this offense can be middle of the pack, if they can figure it out, you ain't even gotta be throwing for those 400 yards and all that kind of stuff, putting up 40 points. I'm telling you, this team is much better than people are giving them credit for. They're much better than people give them credit for when they just went. If this thing can come together offensively and you can bind this defense, this can be this gonna be a tough team to beat. That, that, I, that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm banking on. I'm banking on this team getting together offensively because if they do, that's a wrap. They're playing like I want people to understand defensively, they're playing lights out to a point. They ain't even generate no interceptions this entire season, and they still, you know what I'm saying, like st- like they still only gave the Carolina Panthers offense one freaking touchdown. How many times did the the offense do something crazy? You know what I'm saying? And gave these guys a short field, a missed field goal, a block. And these these guys came out here in midfield, and yet the Carolina Panthers had to punt back to the Saints. I mean, they can they tried to go for it on fourth down, and this defense still, you know what I'm saying, got off the field. And in, in these type of moments, man, you gotta look at you you gotta look at it for what it is. I get it, right? That when things are at their worst and you're losing, and you know you feel like, oh man, everything is like doom and gloom. I look, I completely understand it. I want to see this team win every single game, just like you. But in reality, folks, we have to understand that other teams come to play, and right now this team. It's not it's not a good football team, but they have they got what it takes to be a good football team. I'm just asking people like it's easy like for us to like look at the obvious. You know what I'm saying? Look at like some of the things that's like that stick out, right? But we don't look at like the positive things. Look, <laughs> you've been watching this Saints offense for weeks. Here, this is what I do. We've been watching this Saints offense for weeks. We know it's slow. We know it's slow. It, it has been slow for the last couple of weeks. 
So why do you pinpoint constantly looking at a slow offense, right? And just be like, you're, you're just allowing yourself to get more and more angry. I'd rather focus on the things that went wrong last week, see some of the improvements, you know what I'm saying, from this week. And I've seen, seen improvements on, on offense. They just don't have an identity. They just don't. They're, they're not patient. They are not, they're not patient when it comes to the offense. If something doesn't work, maybe they'll try like one or two times. If it don't, if it don't work in those two times, they'll never go back to it again. They'll, they'll never go back to it again. You know, them running the football, they was getting stopped and all that kind of stuff. I still say run the football. You got to be able to keep defenses honest. You got to be able to keep defenses honest. And, you know, they did make some big plays down the field. A little bit too late for my liking, but I've seen some positive things that you can actually work on. Kamara open in a flat or underneath the D most of the time. Penalties need to stop. For sure, P. Carmichael is getting a free check. Uh, no more hiding behind Drew and Sean Payton. Yeah. P. Carmichael can't go on the field and execute the plays himself. The offense have to execute better, especially that O line. Um, let's see. Just remember, even if the kicker kicks the field goal, we still lose. I mean, yeah. I mean, hypothetically, okay, if you want to say that, but I can easily say, well, um, that first drive they was pretty much in in plus territory. You know, they if it wasn't for those uh those penalties. Who's to say that would have been nine points? You know what I'm saying? That would have been nine points or even a touchdown. So if they up seven or nothing, or you take away that fumble, that would return. I mean, the game looks less lopsided than it ended up being. I mean, there, there's a lot of plays you can pinpoint and say, what if? If if we're fifth, we all would be drunk right now. Some of us are drunk right now. I can tell by these takes. Uh, crazy how when Drew played, Kamara was one of the best receivers on the team. Yeah, because he, yeah, because he's Drew freaking Breeze. He's Drew freaking Breeze. Like <laughs> that that's the difference. Like nobody's going to mistake Jameis Winston for Drew Breeze. Hell, nobody's going to mistake Andy Dalton for Drew Breeze. Drew Breeze was Drew Breeze for a reason. Drew Breeze is special. Drew Breeze is a goat. Drew Breeze is the greatest quarterback in New Orleans Saints history for a reason. Once again, if everybody could do what Drew Breeze is has done, how special would Drew Breeze be? So, yeah, he made a lot of guys look better. He made an offensive line, to me, look better than what they actually were. And he was able to get the best out of, you know, mediocre talent. You don't have that anymore. Sorry. Welcome to the modern-day New Orleans Saints. Welcome to 2022. Stop looking back in the past because it, it don't benefit you none. Sean Payton ain't walking through that door. Drew Brees ain't walking through that door. So, some of y'all, I think you you all have to understand this. They're gone. Bye-bye. They're not coming back. So you can go back and wish to the days of yesteryear when Drew Brees and Sean Payton was on the sidelines. And, you'll yeah, there were more great moments than bad moments. But guess what? They're not here anymore. We need to focus on what can make this team get better today. You know, so resting resting on what happened back in 2006 on, on to 2020, like that's, that ain't going to benefit Jack. It's not going to help this offense improve. It's not going to get this team to a better 500 record. It's not going to help this team make the playoffs. 
plain and simple. So they, there were some great moments. Made me, you know what I'm saying? Some of those moments made me laugh. Some of those moments made me jump up out of my seat. Some of those moments made me shed a tear. But guess what? Can't have them back. They are in the past. So we need to focus on what can make this team improve uh, going forward. But I'm going to go ahead and read some of these stats. Uh, we got Jameis Winston with 25 of 41, 353 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, you have Alvin Kamara, who had 15 carries for 61 yards. You had Mark Ingram, five carries for 18 yards. And you had Jameis Winston, uh, had two carries for five yards. Chris Olave, nine catches for 147 yards, a monster day for the rookie. Uh, you got Traquan Smith, four catches for 105 yards. Michael Thomas, who left with a, a toe injury. Uh, had five catches for 49 yards. You had Jarvis Landry, two catches for 22. Uh, Kamara had two catches for 12. And then you have a couple guys with one. Adam Troutman, one for nine. Nick Vanette, one for five. Callaway, one for four. That ended up in a touchdown. And Jawan Johnson had no catches today. All right, Jameis Winston, he uh, fumbled the ball twice, got it back. And Alvin Kamara, of course, lost the fumble that led to a touchdown. You got some of your leading tacklers here. You got Pete Warner with 11 total, six solo. Big game. Uh, Shai Tuttle, seven tackles, uh, five solo. Then you got Demario Davis, five tackles and two solo. Uh, and then you have Bradley Roby had a couple of tackles. I'm, I'm just looking at this, man, looking down the list here. Um, man, I'm looking for Lattimore. I don't think Latt- Lattimore didn't record anything today. So I guess they must have completely stayed away from him because I don't see Lattimore even – I don't even see Lattimore on the, on the board. So they – they must then even try to throw his way at all. So th- that's what you got right there. But I will say this when it comes to the defense, even though they played pretty well, uh, the tackling was a little bit shaky, to say the least. Uh, that big play by LaVishka Chenault, uh, I don't know what the heck P.J. Williams was doing there. Um, Honey Badger missed on that tackle. Uh, that- that's something that you really just don't normally see. So they need to clean that up when it comes to the tackling. Uh, so TJ, you telling me Jameis can't throw a check down to AK? Um, I'm not telling you anything. You know, you want me to tell you that? You know, <laughs> hey, you want me to tell you that? <laughs> you know, I didn't say anything. I ain't saying he can't throw a check down to him. All I'm saying is that the the screen is an art. You know, like everybody can't do it, and it's not going to be as as crisp and precise as, as Drew did. Drew knew, just knew how to feel it. Like, if it wasn't there, he'd throw it at his feet. If it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, like if it was there, he had a way of kind of setting it up. It's it's an art, man. It, it's an art. And I mean, and I just feel like that's just totally, totally unfair. Like any quarterback to come up in here, like we need to stop comparing them to Drew Brees because we are so spoiled as a, a, a fan base of the great quarterback play over 15 years. Now it's like, we just expect everybody to be this and they're not, they're not man. Everybody ain't complete, completing 70% of their passes. Everybody not doing it. I mean, this man was a, this man was methodical, man. He was a, he was a technician. You know what I'm saying? This guy was the breath, the hit man heart of, of, of quarterbacking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it wasn't the, the sexiest thing in the world, but it was just straight precision. It was it was it was great great execution more times than not. Now it's like every quarterback that comes in because some of you probably don't remember like like mediocre to non-existent quarterback play. 
Like some of you probably don't even remember that. And I have to, like, I, I have to be very careful as some of you when some of you say certain things to me because you really don't have much to compare to. And maybe that's why I can have like a zen-like patience when it comes to this team because I've seen worse, right? I, I've seen when you had absolutely no hope. I often say hope was the name of the girl that you knew down the street from you. That was it. When it came to the Saints, that's all. You, that was the only hope you knew. So I guess that's the reason why, you know, I'm a little bit more patient than others. But I, I believe in this team, man. And even if it don't pan out, I'm still going to continue to believe in this team. Uh, just my opinion, I thought we should have went outside for a new head coach uh, with maybe new, uh, new ideas. I'm not finna blame these players. It's up to the coaches to prepare your troops for war. Yeah, Linda, I mean, look, that's a good point. But here's the thing. The Saints, the way that they lost their coach was unconventional. You know, it's not usually when a team loses their, their coach, you know, it's because they got fired. The coach got fired on Black Monday or, uh, you know what I'm saying, the middle of the season or something. So a lot of these coaches, you know what I'm saying, like they get fired. So Sean Payton, he didn't get fired. I mean, he stepped down. So, and the Saints were a game away and a, a 49er loss away from making the playoffs. So, it, even though you deal with all this type of adversity last season, you still were there in the playoffs. So, how or why should you get rid of the guys that were responsible for you even being in that position? They were the ones that was coaching the guys up. And when all these guys were going down, they still put a formidable uh, team on the field in order for them to be in that position so it's not like how it was in in years past because if you were to bring in a new coach then you might find yourself bringing in a whole bunch of new coordinators and a whole new regime and it might mess up the nucleus of what you actually are building because i'm gonna tell you right now um what i want to lose chris richard and you know what I'm saying what i want to lose him as a defensive coordinator absolutely not would i want to lose doug you know what i'm saying like doug marone or something like that you know what i'm saying when it comes to like the offensive line probably not you know what i'm saying because i feel like this offensive line with him over the next couple of weeks i think they're going to improve and he and he has has a history of fixing offensive line so no i wouldn't want to lose him uh i've seen development you know what i'm saying when it came to uh you know what i'm saying the linebacker coach of the new orleans saints uh you know what i'm saying rizzy you know what I'm saying? Like one of the, you know what I'm saying, best special teams uh, coaches out there and didn't look like it was today. But all I'm saying is you got all of these guys that are in here and there are some bright spots here. If you want to look at the offense, I'm with you. They, they, they leave a lot to be desired. But they got some really good coaches on this team, man. And I, I'm afraid like if you was to lose them, you know, we dealing with this offense like this, will we be dealing with a, a lackadaisical defense? if those guys were there, you know, if they weren't here. So that's the way I look at it. Kamara is dealing with a rib injury. Yeah, I mean, he had to get taped up. Yes, I mean, early in the game. It's the old line people. They get right. We'll be okay. We have young and older viewers just chill on the cursing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm, if I see, if I see some profanity on that, I'm not even going to read it. Uh, I like majority of our coaching staff. They aren't uh, the problem. Is uh, Alan Carmichael and Jameis? 
uh keep blaming the block until the cows come home the film seems a different tune yeah the, the blocking uh, yeah yeah i agree with you on that one it, it ain't always the blocking i'm not gonna continue to blame the old line uh for a lot of those sacks you know i mean the pressure that that's that's on james to read james got to be able to know where that pressure is coming from he got to get that ball out of his hand and a lot of the times you'll, you'll probably see james here probably roll to his right you're trying to scramble and throw the ball down the field try to make a play but you got to be able to you got to be able to you know change to be able to audible out and change it to something else you know if you know that the blitz is coming hell even a hard count or something like that where you can actually see them jump sometime and put them in a you know say in a position to be able to succeed you got to be able to see that you know it can't always just be the old line old line old line you know a lot of the time like even last week people were talking about how many sacks he took but a lot of the sacks was because he was holding on to the ball too long saints turned the ball over once and just loses the game uh we got to make playmakers on offense man to not be uh putting up points yeah we got way too many playmakers i agree with you with that one james doesn't know how to move in the pocket yes he definitely knows how to move in the pocket he was doing plenty of that today that man was rolling to the right and scrambling and throwing you know saying down the field i do feel like i do feel like you probably would have had more first down chances if if james winston didn't have the back injury i think a couple plays he probably would have scrambled and that probably would have been beneficial and I, i will say this you know, we we talked about this and this guy not being right and dealing with these injuries. I, I just think that I don't know. I don't know who his representation is, but by him going out here having these injuries, and if this is not an indication of who he actually is, and it's more so he isn't be able to do some of the things because he is injured, then I mean, in my honest opinion, I would I would probably sit him down. You know, because you're not benefiting anything by having them out there. That's the only reason, you know what I'm saying, I would feel like when it comes to, like, you know, Andy Dalton. Stop that. Don't do that. Uh, TJ, according to what I'm seeing in the chat, you can't make any decisions, uh, miss any tackles, throw interceptions. None of these things ever, uh, <laughs> things ever team does. Uh, we can't do. If we do, we're trash. No patience. Look, I like I said, I just think that people – are just trying to find some somebody to blame or something to blame. Have at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, have at it. But uh, that that's just not how I'm going to roll. I, I'm, like I said, I've seen, some, I've seen some positive things with his team. And today, in my honest opinion, I know people are like, man, we beat our – nah, today, the New Orleans Saints beat themselves. It was more so what the Saints didn't do, more so than what Carolina did. I'm gonna give them credit when that deep that defense, the ball were hunting out there. But um it was more so what the Saints didn't do, more so than what Carolina did. There's there's no way a team with the offensive stat line of the Carolina Panthers should be winning any games in the National Football League. It's funny how y'all uh in here can allow no room for error and development, uh, but expect the world to be patient with y'all as you make mistakes hypocrites it's okay to call out bad play uh not overreact well you know you got a lot of people out here overreacting and that's fine you know what i'm saying like you can feel the way that you do but it's not gonna sway me you know i when i tell people that i'm a same fan through and through when i say that i love this team through and through it, it's not a conditional type love 
and I'm not just going to like go out here and just bash the team. Yeah. There's some things that I feel like they need to clean up on. Of course, I think we all do, but just to say that they completely inept and they have like absolutely no chance at cleaning up the mistakes that they're making. I just think that that's just a little bit of a reach right now. Tampa got three points, green Bay 14. Well, that's what you want. Uh, teams really built around uh, Taysom quarterback. Uh, that's nine uh, nothing game plan could be done every game. Taysom uh, being out is huge. We already slow. We can't be soft too without pinning and Taysom. We solve. I, I I agree. The offense is a, is different when Taysom Hill is out there. And yes, I do feel like when it comes to the offensive line, I think that when uh, Pennant gets back, I think you're probably going to see more of an improvement, especially in the running game. But uh, all that stuff right now is just it's just going, huh? What happened to your leg? Hold on, hold on one second. What happened to your leg, buddy? Oh man! Oh no! Heard you hit hit the ball, hit your leg. All right, it's gonna be okay, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna stroll down a little bit and go ahead and wrap it up, man. Go ahead and wrap it up, man. Now I gotta be on uh dad mode. Uh, let's see. TJ uh, Green Bay just fumbled on the one yard line. Was about to go up twenty one to three. Um, yeah, that that seemed like something that was familiar, like last week. <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, TJ, this team is literally finding ways to lose consistently. Uh, quarterbacks or we lost uh to were trash. Yet we lose uh, special teams off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the Saints had no business losing this game. If you look at the offensive stat line of Carolina, but they won. And um, they got to figure the Saints got to figure. They got some things they need to figure out, man. What we now see with our Saints is a very undisciplined football team. But we got through the last couple of years of the Jim Haslett era before Drew and Sean arrive. We'll be okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I just think that you clean a couple things up. You work on some ball security, um, execute a little bit better offensively. I think that you can be there. Are they letting Jameis Winston uh, change the play? Audible. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a, it's a professional quarterback. I mean, he has to, you know, he has like the, the range to, to change the play if it's beneficial uh, to what he's actually seeing. I bet if Dalton was out there, it would have been different um who knows man who knows i i don't know i, I don't know i don't know what it would have been like probably could have been be- better probably would not i don't know uh just give lamar jackson half of louisiana and bring the enemy uh we're gonna have some uh groove funky offense well yeah and what about the defense what about the defense then so what you gonna try to keep those guys that you have because i will hope that you will want to keep those guys Jameis had a uh, had to be perfect, but it's okay for Kamara to fumble a touchdown uh, to the defense and the O line can't commit drive killing penalties. But yeah, blame Jameis. As a, man, all I'm saying is, look, if you want to blame him, fine. I seen some a couple of plays out there that he probably would say himself he need he wish he had back, but to like completely absolve everybody else and just say, well, you know, Jameis ain't it. Like, it's his fault. Like, come on, man. At the time, of, I want to say at the time where uh, Kamara fumbled, I think he was completing, by, at that time, about 70% of his passes. 
But once again, I guess he wasn't going bombs away and he didn't catch nobody on no 60-yard out. I mean, 60-yard streak route. I don't know. I'm Man, it, this was a group effort. Uh, I forgot about our boy on the blind side, Penny. Yeah. The three games so far, the Saints have uh, been uh, their own Achilles heel. Uh, they just played smarter ball. We would have, uh, let me see, we wouldn't be having those conversations. Yeah, man. That's how I feel. And that's I guess that's probably why I feel the way that I do today. I'm like, that if these guys were out there just getting straight smoke every week, and it was like, I would be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But they ain't even getting smoke. I think, you know what I'm saying, like those late four quarters like tell a different story, but they be right there in the game. It was tied at three, seven minutes into the fourth quarter last week versus Tampa. And you know what I'm saying? Like they got back into the game. You know what it was, uh, you know, at that particular time, what was it, 13 or 7 or something like that? So if you would have been able to get a stop, get that ball back to the deep, I mean, to the offense, who knows where this game would have went? Who knows? Because on that last drive, I want to say, you know, Jameis was like 7 or 7 or something like that. So it was, they was, they was playing a different type of defense, and he was able to find those soft spots, and guys were making plays down the field. So we don't like, I don't know, man. I, I see some things in this team that could get cleaned up and fixed. And this team can be right there with some of the best teams in the league. Cause I, I just feel like they, they capable of being there. You know what I'm saying? They just have to get it together offensively. TJ, I have a tendency to stay off social media after the Saints lost people overreact on wanting to fire the coach season over nonsense talk like that. Yeah, that's because you know you got some. Man, I'ma just I'ma just leave it at I'ma just leave it alone. I'm just leave it alone, man. But I will say this. I don't understand why people some people just do what they do. I, I just don't. I, I just don't know what they benefit from that. And I, I don't know. I just think some people uh that are in certain positions need to be responsible and they need to understand, you know, the the type of energy that they put out there. I'll leave it at that. Never trust anybody. First name is Sean. <laughs> Most likely a bandwagon fan. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jameis doesn't go through all his progressions. Andy does and quit. Man, the only the best quarterback on the team is the backup quarterback. Let's see. TJ and Jameis Winston need to uh, go at this point. Let's see. TJ and Jameis Winston needs to go. I need to go too. I need to go. <laughs> yeah, throw me out of here. Two weeks in a row, the Saints offense have given away seven points. It doesn't seem like the Honey Badger is an upgrade from Malcolm Jenkins. <sighs> Not the best game in the world, but still early in the season. I seen Mal- and it's funny you said Malcolm Jenkins because I can remember having the same conversation. Does Malcolm Jenkins have what it takes? When Darren Waller was out there, uh, you know, walking them, you know what I'm saying, like working them in that Monday night football game versus the Raiders in 2020. Man, does Malcolm Jenkins have it anymore? And then as the season progressed, ain't nobody had no more questions about Malcolm Jenkins. So, man, bro, I've been doing this show for five seasons now. So for five years, I've been doing the State of the Saints podcast. And um, I tell you, man, some of y'all, some of y'all takes and the times that y'all have these takes are on brand, about his own brand as as General Mills and Kellogg's. 
Seriously. Y'all talk about the same stuff all the time. It, sometimes they just plug, you know what I'm saying, copy and paste. The Saints ain't going to win. The Saints going to be terrible. Our offense bad. Why are we waiting so long to get, you know what I'm saying, to get points on the board? Like, it's the same thing. I can see us having these conversations like around eight, week eight or nine, and we still talking like this game just happened a day. Then I, I'll be with you. I'll be like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah they, they're not very good. But I will concede to say they're not a very good team as of right now, as as the making of this podcast is underway, you know, because good teams don't, don't do what they did. Now, TJ, the Panthers beat the Saints because the Saints didn't adjust to the things the Panthers and the Eagles will be picking high because the Saints uh, won't win no more than eight games. I'm I'm sorry. Um, okay. If you call being a realistic fan a bandwagon fan, then I'm guilty. You're deluded. How are you how are you a realistic fan, Sean? Like all this stuff is opinionated. Like just like just because you call yourself real don't mean that you're being real. I'm not trying to poo-poo on you bro but just because you sit up here and just give your opinion and you say i'm real about it don't mean that it's real like (laughs) some people are not gonna believe what you're saying right now just like some people probably watching this right now not gonna believe what i'm saying right now some people probably got their face turned up like man tj you tripping i ain't about to sit up here and just say i'm the i'm the undisputed truth of the new orleans saints now they got some times where I can, you know what I'm saying, I say some stuff and they'll come factual. But somebody just saying, man, I'm just being, I'm just being real. This is realistic. Like, nah, it ain't, it's an opinion. You're basically saying that if Andy Dalton was in the game today, the Saints would have won. You don't know that for sure. You only speculating. You're only speculating as, as a as an onlooker. I can say whatever you can say whatever you want, but you don't know if that would have happened. You don't know if Andy Dalton would have came in the game, got blasted a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Turned the ball over. You don't know. We we all going off this five for five performance in preseason. All of a sudden, we just you know all of a sudden we just gonna be calling for Andy Dalton constantly. You know, so I don't know what what it will be. You don't know what it will be. All this stuff is opinionated. For five years, I've been doing shows. Basically, I just look at certain things, I get my opinion, and I keep it moving. To say that your, you know what I'm saying, your thoughts are facts is that's kind of, you know, <laughs> that's kind of egotistical right there, bro. I'm gonna be real. Uh I'm gonna be real with that. Hey TJ, are we witnessing how great Andre greatness and leadership was for us? Yeah. I mean, I think that you're seeing a lot of guys and what they've done, like Drew Brees, uh, you know, Armstead. I mean, I think you're seeing a lot of guys' greatness based on some of this this, this sputtering that the Saints are doing right now. Coaching has to uh, get better, bro. Every team uh, going to blitz us. Yeah, I agree. They're going to end up – now that, you know, they're going to probably end up getting um, Jameis killed. You know, they're going to end up getting him killed or they're going to end up making situations worse to his back. Our offense has been slow starting since 2015. I'm delusional uh, in my retirement. Saints content, TJ the host, Ross Jackson, Matt Moscona. Well, look, to be mentioned among any of those guys, you know, 
It's an honor. Saints fans are the absolute worst after a lost breeze. It sure spoiled us. Yeah, they spoiled a lot of fans. They spoiled, they spoiled a lot of fans, and you have a lot of fans that don't know life outside of them. And all, all they know is basically doing the right things more times than not, not really making too many mistakes and, and, and winning a lot of games. See, a lot of us are upset right now, not so much about Jameis Winston's performance or Jameis Winston in general. It's just the fact that y'all talk so much trash to other teams in NFC South. You, in the back of your mind, you're thinking about the chickens coming home to roost. Your thoughts about us being in the in the basement, us being, you know, what I'm saying the bottom feeders of the NFC South. That that's that's what a lot of you are getting upset about because you talk so much trash on social media. And now you feel like you got to get your your profile name changed. But if you are down for the team, you are down for the cause. You're a card carrying member of the Who That Nation. Win, lose, or draw, you should believe in this team and you should understand. You know what this team wants, and you should have that level of optimism. My man, my thoughts and views don't waver and don't change because it, it doesn't benefit anything. You know, there are going to be times on here where I'm going to get upset and I'm going to get mad. But here's the difference. Here's here's the difference, man. The reason why I would get come on this show in years past and get mad is because of who they had out there. You had Drew Brees, the greatest quarterback of all time. And you had Sean Payton, one of the best play callers of all time. So when it comes to offensive execution, if the offense isn't working, why not? Look, look who's a quarterback. You all are sitting up here and you look at what the Saints have as an offense right now. And you just automatically just assume that this offense was going to be putting up 40 points. And now that they're not, you're upset. But when you're dealing with new coaches, when you're dealing with new offenses, when you're dealing with new players, and you have a quarterback that's trying to figure things out with those players, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You, you tell them the fact that these guys have gotten together, and very little, very little action in in preseason and training camp because most of these guys were dealing with injuries, rehab, and all these other things. It, it happens. So that's not gonna that's not gonna change my way of thinking. TJ, you still going to London? Uh no, I'm I'm not gonna go to London. I had a choice between if I was gonna take that trip or uh going to my uh college homecoming. I, I preferred the latter. Nah, bro, for real though, if we keep acting like Jameis is an amazing quarterback, we finna be the worst team in the league. Ain't no nobody look he, nobody's saying that he's an amazing quarterback not well I, I don't know what everybody else saying i don't know i never said that he was an amazing quarterback i said that you can win with the guy he has really good upside and he has like you know what i'm saying uh, he has really good ability you know i think that some of the things that he does best are kind of stunt because of his injury you know i do feel like you we probably have more first downs you know what i'm saying because he'll probably be scrambling a little bit more or, you know what I'm saying, like some of the plays, I feel like, you know, deep balls down the field, I think that, you know, you'll probably see more of that on, on accuracy. But, you know, I ain't about to say, you know, he a, like he was an amazing quarterback. I think that he good. I think he talented. But, you know, I don't know who out there just, you know, saying, you know, he a amazing quarterback. Not at this point. He hasn't proven that yet. Uh, Jets got a better offense than us. 
as of September 25th, 2022. Uh, let that sink in. Uh, how many wins the Jets got? Did they win today? Did the Jets win today? Let's see. Did the Jets win today? Somebody, somebody answer this uh, question for me. Did the Jets win? Uh, no, they did not. So they got the same record as us. So, so offensive innovation. Let me see. Uh, you got Joe Flacco. He threw for he threw the ball fifty two times for two hundred and eighty five yards. Right, threw the ball for two hundred eighty five yards on fifty two. 52 passes, right? And they lost the game. So, regardless, offense, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you may care about offense putting up three, 400 yards. What I care about is offense generating more points than the opponent and getting wins. That, that's what I care about. I'm a who that, uh, this wasn't on Jameis, uh, season young. Thank you very much for the $2, uh, Prime. TJ, they said put Ian Book in the game. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, we had three straight seven and nine seasons with Breeze, who was at fault then, Nation. Oh, uh, we don't remember that though. We don't remember those things. Uh, didn't the Chiefs, Bills, and some top teams lose today? Hmm. We just uh want to win, but you win some and you lose some. Exactly. I it, it's not the end of the world, folks. I get it. I get it, man. I'm I'm just trying to look at some of these scores. You see me looking down, but I'm looking at some of these teams, man. I mean, you got the you got the uh, you got the Ravens. They beat the uh, Patriots today. Um, the Dolphins beat the Bills. How about that? You know what I'm saying? The Dolphins beating the Bills. Then I mean, you got the Chiefs. They lost today. They lost to the Colts. The Colts got shut out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like last week versus Jacksonville. And the, and the Chiefs are supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. So all I'm saying is, man, you 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 never know. Like you know, you never know, right? Any given Sunday, if you don't bring it, all those teams out there got the capability of beating. The Panthers didn't beat the Saints. The Saints beat the Saints. If that makes sense, I I just I already said that. They defense played outstanding, though. They defense played outstanding, and um, you know, but. Uh, those turnovers um like those penalties when you when you're converting on third down hmm. we ain't finna go 17 and 0 oh i already knew that uh we ended up just uh missing the playoff last year with a serious uh depleted team coaches coaching helped us then and coaching is holding us back now well we'll see man like i said the season is still young Hey, TJ, I still think our defense is top five, but I also noticed we gave up two 100-yard rushes in three weeks. Uh, your thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, that's not a good thing. Um, that's not a good thing, uh, giving up those uh, those rushing yards. But I also think about, you know, what did those rushing yards produce? You know, <laughs> what did they produce? Like Chris McCaffrey, I mean, he fought for every yard that he had today. He went over 100. But a lot of those runs were basically like he probably sprung maybe one or two. So it kind of just made like the stat line look a little bit more conflated than what they actually did and performed. It's almost like if you have a guy in check, right, all day. And then in the fourth quarter, he just break one. You know, the, the punter puts you at the, at the four-yard four line and the guy just runs a 96-yard touchdown. I mean, it, it, the, the stat's going to look conflated there. But, yeah, but one thing that they did do, they – 
they paid attention to the running game and they they constantly worked at it. And Chris McCaffrey didn't always break it every every time, but they didn't they didn't shy away from that. They ran the football, and that's what you should do. They they basically played the same game plan that the Saints should have played. And you know, they was talking about the Saints were getting stuffed and that. I'm like, man, keep running that football. The problem, the problem more times than not, is that they were trying to do too many doggone stretch plays. They were trying to do these toss plays and these stretch plays. They're trying to go, you know what I'm saying? They're basically trying to go uh, north-south instead of going east-west. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, you know, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going east-west, they should have did that. You know what I'm saying? They, they kept on, like, doing these stretch plays. And that's why I feel like the biggest issue uh, took place. But we got 305 people watching this right now. I ask that you hit the like button if you enjoy the State of the Saints podcast uh lutz his cheeks too okay yeah he missed two field goals uh yeah he missed two he missed uh some field goals they got one got one block and missed the other one has not been a good outing for will lutz uh these last uh couple of games you know so but the field goal attempt started to look like last year bandwagon fans uh cry together the london bridges is falling well, you know, if that's how you feel about it, you know, that's all, you know, that's all I can say. If you feel that way, then that's the way how you feel. Hey, TJ, let me ask you, do you think the C-to-do trade affected us any? No, I, I do not. I do not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. Um, this loss today really is a, a real true, like, real true reflection on a passing game? Absolutely not. Like, they gave up that one play to Chenault. Besides that, I ain't really seen too many passing plays. I mean, did y'all see? Did y'all see guys like getting open and the defense wasn't right there, all on top of them like a cheap suit? Like I, I mean, I that's why I saw it. That's what I seen, you know. So I don't think this has anything to do with the passing game. It's more so, you know, being able to. I mean, the defense played outstanding. It's hard for me to like criticize the defense, even that play they gave up. I mean. The fact that they only gave up one play, though how long they were on the field was amazing to me. Andrews Pete back in the ice tub. Yeah, he had a concussion. You gotta give a guy some credit for that. I mean, guy got his bell rung. I am terrible at quarterback evaluation. I thought Lamar Jackson would be trash. He's the best quarterback in the game. I thought Jameis would have a good year. Well, the season is still young, you know. The season's still young. In my Aaron Rodgers voice, relax. Look, I don't know if look, <laughs> I'm to a point. Look, I don't care if, if the Saints decide whatever they decide. I just I just want them to go out there and and be effective. You know, that's that's the way I look at it. You know, but I just think that thinking like we need to get rid of this, that, this, that, and this, and we after week three, I mean. Many times have we seen the New Orleans Saints start the season one and two, you know? I mean, I mean, can somebody go back and look at that? I mean, somebody can go back and look at it. I'll probably have an answer for you, um, you know, on the next show. But it's not the first time I've seen this team start one and two. I want to say in 2017, you know what I'm saying, they started one and two, if I'm mistaken. Uh, let's see, Lamar MVP front runner, in my opinion. Last year, I believe. Too early for MVP candidates. 
talk about Tyron whiffing that tackle, but PJ horrible angle on a wide open tackle messed that up. Yeah, 2020. Thank you very much. I mean, it's not the first time we saw this. It's the first time we saw this when it hasn't and Drew Brees haven't been in the equation. So now we scared on that. Raiders 0-3, I guarantee you they'll turn it around. Be patient. Patience. And you know your people ain't got no patience up in here. So what week is it okay to panic? Week five, week ten, maybe week fifteen. Well, I mean, I say like around, you know, if if they ain't got it together around week seven or week eight, then I can understand people like frustrations and stuff. But week three, nah. I mean, you can panic if you want to, but my question is like, what would that benefit? You know, what's that gonna benefit <laughs> panicking right now? Like it's not like you panicking is not gonna help the team win any more games you know so but yeah i mean panic if you want to i mean if if that's how you feel um but uh i want to give a special shout out uh to uh jordan maxwell uh jordan maxwell of homer louisiana uh congratulations to you man you uh won this ultimate smooth package uh so you can email me at state of the saints at gmail.com and uh you know give me your address information and stuff like that and i'll make sure that i send this to you so shouts out to you you know uh for winning uh the premium package uh courtesy of manscape.com read a few more tj uh why do some of uh the people feel like andy dalton is going to have better chemistry with the ones when Jameis doesn't even have chemistry I don't know because he because he I guess he the backup quarterback. But look, I like Andy Dalton. And do I feel like the Saints can win with him? Yes. I, I really do. Like, but I just think that when it comes to offense and being on the same page and having chemistry, uh, I don't think that it would be that much of a difference. Um, you still need chemistry with your players, and you need still need, you know, you still need your offense to be efficient. Let's see. Week five. Sean and Breeze are gone. It's back to square one. We have time to build our team, but this ain't it, bro. (laughs) Man, I think this team is, man, I think this team is, bro, I think this team is good. I really do. I think that they are much better than they've been playing. I mean, just call me Mr. Optimistic, but I really do. You know, I just think they need to just put it all together. Uh, I did graduate from Southern University uh, in Baton Rouge campus and retired military. Uh, what you think? Uh, Rico, it can uh, literally get worse. The more we lose, that's how football works. Well, I'm still going to be doing shows. And I'm still going to be talking about what they did wrong and how they can improve. Uh, TJ, it hurts the defense a lot. He touched down right after we got our mojo on the offense and scored a touch. Yeah, that was crazy, right? You finally, like, get a drive, and then all of a sudden, like, you expect for your defense, okay, man, let's get that stop. And then they give up the biggest play uh, of the, you know, of the game. One and two, not the end of the world, but when you lose to the Panthers, they're struggling and struggle with Atlanta, it becomes overreaction Sunday. Well, I mean, yeah, it could be. I can understand, like, to me, I can understand why they struggled uh with atlanta 
because I mean, you had Mariota was was a different quarterback than what they were used to. Um, I can't really understand like the the whole Tampa Bay thing. That was just a just burn that tape type thing. But today, you know, like it was self inflicted wounds. You know, like they pretty much you know hurt themselves on a lot of these these plays and these penalties. So it kind of kept Carolina in the game. Excuses, excuses. None of that is going to guarantee a win. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. But I ain't making no excuses. I'm just telling you what happened, you know, from, from my perspective. So once again, you can say excuses, 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 because you already made up in your mind, like this team is terrible or this team ain't going nowhere. Fine. But I prefer... I prefer to talk about things and be optimistic about it. So if that's if that's how you want to cope with it, fine. But I'm going to continue to talk about what I said. So if you expecting for me to just come out here and we after three after three games and just talk about this team and talk about how terrible they are and how pathetic they are, then not going to happen. Man, y'all acting like Jameis is the Lord and Savior. Knock it off. Y'all criticize Drew freaking Breed. Jameis will be all right. If everybody ain't kissing his butt, well, I don't think anybody's kissing his butt, but I think that you have some people out here that understand he's the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. So they go as he goes. So you want him to succeed. So calling him bad or saying that he's not good and all that kind of stuff there. I mean, what, what does that benefit? That's, that's all I'm saying. What does it really benefit by getting, in the chat and just talking about that like it's not gonna change anything like unless like he just goes out there and just constantly like stinks it up every time and it just without a shadow of a doubt he's the main reason why they just not winning games there's not going to be a change i mean unless like you know he gets seriously hurt you know what i'm saying even more than what he actually is right now so it does not benefit i think that's what people want you know maybe like people just want you to come out here and just you know want me to say the sky is falling you know like man come on Packers a good team uh though Aaron Rodgers is top five my Saints will be okay how many games do you think Jameis got if he keeps playing this way um I say about two more I say about two more if the offense can't get like can't get a spark Uh, I know Winston hurt because he doesn't run anymore that man limping and doing all kind of other stuff I mean, it, like I say, even, a, the you know, Matt Millen and the other guy, you know, they were talking about how, you know, he don't look the same. Uh, y'all going to be blaming a water boy, too, eventually. Uh, Bucks are losing. That's all we know. Um, our team is good, but Winston is bad. I don't, man, I don't know. <laughs> Jameis Winston ain't going to be the starter much longer because he ain't playing that good so far. They ain't the Vikings won. Uh, well, you, you you know the Vikings gonna win. I mean, they had their game at twelve o'clock, so yeah, that's, that's around. I mean, you got Kirk Cousins; he well rested, you know, around that time. Too many interceptions and missed pass by Jameis. No, you should be objective and hold the team accountable. So they play Dalton. <laughs> oh man, uh, I did hold the team accountable. I did hold the team accountable. I talked about the penalties, right? I talked. I talked about the the fumbles. I talked about the missed field goals. I talked about even talked about some of the inaccuracies that Jameis Winston had in the game. I talked about them. 
but I'm not going to sit up here and just say, this, this is what some of y'all want. Jameis Winston is garbage. Like, absolute, positively trash. Like, what the Saints need to do, what they need to do, they got Andy Dalton out there, right? They got Andy Dalton sitting on the bench. He able-bodied. I guarantee you, if Andy Dalton was to come into the game, I mean, I don't care. It was the third quarter. He would have came into the game. I guarantee you the Saints would have won by, like, three touchdowns because the Saints were just so much better than the Carolina Panthers. That's probably what some of y'all want me to do, but, hey. <laughs> I'm saying week three, man. All I'm saying is this is week three. I'm not trying to panic. I'm not panicking, folks. I'm I'm not, I'm not going to panic. But that's that's what some of y'all want, man. Like I can play that role. I'm I'm telling y'all right now. I could have easily got behind this microphone and did that, but I would be doing you all a disservice. So if if you said that he trashed, fine. He trashed. Okay. You know, but it don't matter. It don't matter what TJ Jones thinks. Hell, it don't matter what the people that's going toe to toe with you in the chat thinks. The only thing that matters is what the New Orleans Saints decide to do. So y'all can whine and complain and boohoo all day long. All that stuff is just completely irrelevant until the coaching staff feels that Jameis Winston cannot fulfill the duties of the starting quarterback. So all this stuff that y'all feel like they be paying attention to, they not. Right, you, you, you all, you, you all thoughts and views as much as we may think that they do. If you you think that they looking on Twitter and they's like, man, you know what? Like like Dennis Allen on a plane right now, you know, as they head to London. Like you know what? You know this guy saying that that Jameis Winston is trash. You know what? Maybe he is. Let me start Andy Dalton next week. Like that's like <laughs> that's not happening. Uh, they're gonna clip that TJ. Yeah, they can clip it all they want to, but you know, we got the context here. Too many penalties off. Uh, let me see. Offense timing is off. Self-destructive plays. Are they a well-coached team? A lot of football left. Been with the Saints since the bags on the head days. Love them. Well, look, I can. I still love my team. Still love them. How many sacks this make uh, for three games? Well, they had a couple sacks today, and they got some pressure on Baker too. TJ is a real one. That's why I roll with him. Well, I appreciate that, Pam. Like I said, I, I just can't. Look, man, I'm telling y'all right now, for all the people that's new and probably never seen this, I, I'm not a person that's just going to like do a disservice to you and, and, and just be a character and, and not give you like real organic and genuine feeling. I, I just I just can't do it. You know, what I'm saying? I, I want to be able to be honest with you all. And the way that I feel right now, I'm like, you know, the season isn't over. I've seen teams struggle early and try to figure it out down the stretch. And I just want people to have that same level of confidence in the team. You know, like they had some bad moments today, the, the turnovers, the penalties, all that stuff is hurtful. But um, I'm willing to. I'm willing to allow this team to figure it out i mean i seen chris Olave. you know what i'm saying like he, he had 13 targets when it was he had 13 targets last week he had another 13 this week he had 147 yards received right you know what i'm saying and so he was out there catching some of those deep passes he was winning those 50 50 balls down the field so if you had like reluctance about giving him the ball last week well look at look what he did this week you know i mean so i don't know I said we we pretty much know the obvious. So sitting up here just talking about the same old 
same old thing over and over again hoping that somebody would like finally like you know i guess see the light it's pointless dennis allen thank you very much for two dollars says after reading the chat i decided to bench winston <laughs> well look if, if he if he believed that you know then and if he honestly even if even if dennis allen I, this is how i feel about it. even if dennis allen was on a plane and watching the state of the saints podcast and i was to sit up here and be talking about bench james winston and he listened to me like i think he should be fired seriously like you shouldn't be like as a head coach you shouldn't be listening to no podcast what they got to say a bunch of people in the chat what they got to say like you should be focused on trying to make the team better so if he's listening to me or any other podcast out there any other person that's out here with the comments um yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you don't want to imagine coach uh these are people that only see the final score i asked them if they watch the game and crickets casual fan uh coach it is a discipline hope landry is a hurt bad michael Thomas too i hope that james winston is still 10 times the quarterback bobby <laughs> oh man the best uh plays against are running up the middle screens and slants winston is a cancer to us he needs to go and we need to get back to who that <laughs> oh man whoo Boy, tough crowd, boy. Tough crowd. Tough crowd here today. Put Dalton in, and they'll be calling for Jameis in two weeks. <laughs> boy, this, boy, this is a tough crowd right here, boy. Y'all ain't got no patience for nothing. I know some of y'all ain't married. I know some of y'all ain't married. Some of y'all ain't got no relationship because if your patience is is how you are with the Saints and how you are in your relationship, I guarantee you some of y'all have some lonely nights. Tell you that. Uh, how long will the injury report be for the New Orleans going into the London game? Injury guards are plaguing this season as well. Training staff may be suspect. <laughs> now we blame it. <laughs> uh, thank you for the $10 spec. Oh, man, but we blame it. Hey, I've been on here for an hour and 41 minutes. And this is what I heard for the blame. I heard offensive line. I heard Jameis Winston. I heard the DBs. I heard the trader staff. <laughs> I heard the coaching. <laughs> I heard the kicking. <laughs> I got dog, man. So just throw the whole team in the trash, right? God dog. Like we ain't look, we ain't leaving nothing unscathed right here, boy. This is a murder investigation, right? We ain't leaving no stone left unturned. My goodness, boy. We didn't blame everything today. But I ain't hear not one person. I, I I probably heard maybe one, you know, put a blame on Alvin Kamara fumbling the football. But ain't nobody say nothing about that at all. You know, and I like Alvin. You know, I like Alvin. But, man, that that turnover, when your defense wasn't – I mean, when your defense is basically doing everything they possibly can to keep you in the game and you cough it up like that, that's huge. Like, that seven meant, like, 14. Like, that. The, to me, the, the way the offense has been playing lately, a touchdown is double. Like, so a touchdown is, like, 14. Because they, they ain't like how it was when Drew, you know what I'm saying? You can just get down the field and erase a deficit like that. But, um, yeah, that was huge. That was huge right there. Uh, you know, who that uh, fans, but I watch. Well, he said, I'm a who that fan, but I watch all games, and we are definitely the worst-looking team through three weeks uh, as far as expected. 
expectations. Well, who expectations were they? Yours? <laughs> Everybody else's? Like, uh, once again, your anger and your frustration is paid for by a nice little chunk of change called yourselfville. okay? And some of y'all been living here. You have to blame yourself. So the way that you feel about this team and the expectations that you put out there for this team and where you thought this team was going to be at, uh, that's your own fault, all right? Because once again, no matter who is on the team, we talked about this. I don't know if some of y'all are new to the channel. If you are, thank you. Hopefully you stay here. But we talked about this. You had like these star-studded teams, these, these uh, big high-profile teams bringing all these free agents in. It don't always equate to success, you know? So a lot of us are mad because of, you know, our own doing. We we put that energy out there. Like, we thought that this team was going to be undefeated at this point. We thought that this team would have been able to steamroll everybody based on the talent that they had. We thought that, right? So how can you get mad at the team because they're not living up to your expectations? The expectation of this team was built by you. You got to go out there and play. And these other guys on the field, they don't care if you got Chris Olave or Michael Thomas on your team. They trying to win. So if you're giving the ball away, if you're putting, you know what I'm saying, you're generating a bunch of penalties, if you're missing field goals, you, you know, like, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. It's just as simple as that, folks. I hate Tampa Bay and Dallas Cowgirls and Packers and Lambs. Let's see. I don't know about y'all, but if my quarterback was playing with a broken back, I'd play a whole lot harder. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know what to do at this point. Imagine being the worst offense in the NFL. We might get the number one overall pick, but the Eagles own that pick. Man, after after three weeks. After three weeks of football, we already going to be the first overall pick. I swear, let me, who else got a one and two record in in the league right now? Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know, man. Let, let me, but let me check some stuff. I need I need to see some records because I don't know, man. The Saints must. I don't know. Let me, let me see. Uh, I'm about to, I'm about to look at some of these standings, you know, because. Maybe I'm I'm tripping. Okay, so you got the Dolphins at three and zero, right? Uh, let's see who else. Let's see who one and two. Okay, the Jets, the Patriots, all right, Chargers, Broncos. They yet to play. You got the Steelers at one and two. You got the the you know the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying like the ones that made the Super Bowl. The Bengals they one and two. You got the Titans who were in the AFC Championship game last year. They one and two. So let's see who else. I'm I'm just looking right now. You got the Rams who won and won. They yet to play. They still playing right now. They won the Super Bowl, but hey, they they got a loss. Uh, you got the Cardinals who won 11 straight games last season. They won and won, right? You got the 49ers. They at one and one. And you got the the Packers. They're at one and one. You know what I'm saying? They probably end up being two and one. But all I'm saying is it ain't the end of the world. Anything in the world. I, I named some really good doggone teams right there. Teams that made the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Teams that, that had high expectations, even higher than the Saints. Maybe not New Orleans, not if you're a Saints fan, but hey, I read off some teams. So to me, it's a sky falling. 
not to me hell no it's not falling so let's just keep let's just keep it 100 right here and then you should like honestly you know it's early in the season so maybe you know what I'm saying you'll be able to get back to you know playing a game you know what I'm saying like be able to build up some chemistry so by the time you really get into the 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 depths of your schedule you can go out there and make some plays you're definitely right uh but look at our team yeah but you can't look at that man i'm telling bro i get it right you see all this talent around here but these other teams are talented too and if once again if you're turning over the football you're missing field goals right you know what i'm saying you, you're waiting late in order for your offense to try to generate some points you're going to lose you're going to lose it is that plain that simple no matter who you got on the team you can have breeze you can have brady you can have rogers if you're turning the ball over not if you're turning the ball over the way the saints have turned the ball over, over the last couple of weeks you can have any quarterback you want back there you ain't winning jack if your offense can't perform and can't execute you ain't winning jack period this this is much deeper than who the quarterback is, man. Like seriously, you got guys missing blocks. You got guys getting false starts. What's up, man? Oh, okay, that's good, man. But anyway, man, let me go ahead and uh get up off here, man. But my final thoughts are simple: they lost today. They won two. Okay, you have two options here. You got two options. Number one, you can head for the hills, right? Because, you know what I'm saying, because the sky is falling, you know what I'm saying, or you can be optimistic. You can just kind of have this wait-and-see approach. Now, I get it. You know, patience isn't everybody, everybody's thing. Everybody wants instant results. But as for me, I am going to continue uh, to support this team, and I'm going to continue. Okay, get a uh, get a wipe. Let me wipe your uh, nose. But anyway, uh, thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. I'd rather sit up here and be optimistic about the team and what the direction that they're going to go in. And uh, I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be fine, man, once this team actually starts to get it together. But uh, previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, as I wipe my son's eyes and nose. Uh, Thank you all so much for being here. Appreciate your time. Everybody calm down. Everybody relax. Uh, Enjoy your evening. Uh, make sure that it, you, you hug somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe look at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself to calm down. It's not the end of the world, folks. There's plenty more football to be played. The Saints go across the pine versus the Minnesota Vikings, and hopefully they come back a 500 team. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?